I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Three, two, one, boom. Now, your name is Saul, but what is it, Salvador? Yeah, it's short for Salvador. I don't tell a lot of people that, but I'll tell you, coach, you know. Why don't you tell that? You don't like Salvador? Uh, it's my, my, my father's name. So I shortened it because I'm short and sweet. You mm. know what I mean? That's why I like to say. So, dude, I got the same thing happened to me, man. I got, I got dicked with my dad's name too. Yeah, and it's a, I would Latino father thing. I think right. I think so, bro. And I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have. But Salvador is not as bad. I think Hector's bad, bro. I don't like Hector. No, Hector's Hector. Hector's good, man. But yeah. Salvador is like very like I feel like it's very like accursive. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's How's cool. It? It's cool. But I, I prefer Sal. You know. You I mean? like Sal? Yeah. Um, you mentioned your dad, bro. My yeah. my situation with my dad was very interesting, Sal. He, uh, my dad prepared me for everything in life except right. to deal with him. Right. And the dude would fuck the shit up, would fuck me up big time when I would fail in baseball, like horribly, horribly, horribly. And I made my... I made me growing up very difficult, bro. How's your relationship with your dad, man? Was it kind of the same thing, something different? Uh, my father was very, uh, I like to say my father is, uh, he's not of this universe. He's not a uh, typical Latino male. He's, uh, hes first of all, he's half Mexican and uh, a bit of Native American. So he's very tall. If anything, he looks like a Lebanese cat. Like he's super tall, fair skin. How tall? My dad, I'm a short shit. I'm, oh, can I curse? I'm sorry, coach. You do whatever the uh, fuck you want, I'm, dude. Come I'm, on. I'm, I'm five seven and a half. You know, you have to throw a half in there. You're short. Right. My father's like five ten, five eleven. Nice. You know what I'm saying? So like, he's like not very like you think of a Mexican dude. You think short and brown, but he's tall and very fair skinned You know, it's blanco, blanquito. You know. Nice. So, um, but yeah, he's he's a tall Hispanic dude, but like he's super like down to earth. Like you would love him if you met him. Like he, everybody he beats, they love him. He's a very personal person. Uh, but he's just very like hippie. Like he creates bracelets. He made me this bracelet. Oh, like nice. he's super like open and cool. I would say the only thing if I had a criticism of my father, which created this human being you see before you now, is that um, he didn't instill like the go get it attitude. Like he instilled like work hard, but there was no direction behind the hard work. So essentially, you're working hard for no fucking reason. You're just kind of a ship, just going right, without right, any right, right. kind of direction so um but yeah but he's he's a very like i i like to think that i get a lot of my color palettes in my uh, genetic memory from him because i don't know why i use the colors i use i just use them just because by the way that piece looks awesome up there you see that bro you yes, see sir. that piece dude let me talking about the piece a lot of people have asked me i, I tell them it's real and we're gonna stick with it but yeah are those real hundred dollar bills there or no no nah, no nah. <laughs> the secret in the sauce is that it's, it's called prop money and my videographer put me on to it uh. because like for me a lot of uh the flexing and kind of the trolling it, a lot of it is is to get myself more like bigger than life bigger than life so people are like who the fuck is this guy right like why is he talking so much shit i've never heard of him i'm the most known unknown you know what i mean i get oh buddy listen i i i I like that approach i like that approach how many hundred dollar bills did you put in uh do you remember 
I, I would say it was like almost almost like close to like nine. When you yeah. when you're an artist, man, talk to me what it's like to be an artist during this time. Is it fun? Is it challenging? How do you view it? What do you where do you see yourself now compared to where you saw yourself when you started? Wow. Uh, that's difference. If you were to tell me I was going to be a podcast, which thank you, by the way, for having yes, me sir. on. A, yes, sir. I know I'm just a local kid from East Dallas. I'm a little fish, but I appreciate you, brother. And, and I love the, the Cuban love from Miami. I've been trying to get into Miami for a long time. I digress. Um, but hold on, hold on. Say, let's talk about yes, that. Sir. Yes, what do you sir. mean? Get, what do you mean get into Miami? Like what? Just like to the Miami people? Like I, I always saw my art is like very vibrant and colorful because I'm half Puerto Rican, half Mexican. And I'm like, if anything, that vibe in Miami, it looks like a fucking crayon box over there. The buildings, right. like, right, right, like right, certain right. areas. I don't, I've, I've only been to Miami once and that was years ago. But um, I, I feel like a lot of the, the, that Latin flavor down there, like y'all are very like, there's something that I know about my Latino people. I like to think is like we're not afraid to like flash it, show it, dance, mm -hmm. be a little bit loud, but we're very passionate. You know what right. I'm saying? Right, right, so right. like, um, I felt like for me, it's like I had a lot of fun on your piece at the very end because then I was like, I'm just gonna cut it loose. That's why I was like, I throw the bills in there. Nice. I wasn't afraid to use color. You know what I'm saying? I and that usually, and Saul, that usually happens with people that you you'll start doing something, be like, I don't want to go too overboard. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no way. For, for instance, with like Gage's piece that I did, shout out to Gage. Um, mm -hmm. Like, I, I wanted to make that more organic and I knew he was like into like hardcore metal music. So I tailored it to him and things that he said because I was like, this feels like if, if I was a, a metal musician, how would I see abstract art? And that's, I, I tailored it to him. I was still myself, but I was showing it through the lens of, what I knew he liked, you know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Of course it does. So. And when you do a when you do something, somebody reaches out to you. Mm -hmm. Do you do more custom stuff, or do you do more your own stuff, and then you sell? How does that work? Yeah, um, I do more of my stuff, man. Like I do what I like, and that's what's gotten me to this point. Is that I I, I do what I like, and I will take suggestions. I don't take direction. That's why I work for myself. I take suggestions. So if you say, I like the color blue and purple, could you incorporate that somehow? Cool. But if you tell me, do me a blue and purple flower, I'm not going to tell you to fuck off, but I'll tell you in a I'm polite busy. way. Very, I'll be like, yeah, I can't get to it right now. We'll see. We shall see. We shall see. Now, that's because... You just don't want to be restricted or you just don't, you just your flow works different? I, I feel like being a creative and like being like, uh, I'm no offense to anybody, but being like the purest form of creative is right. that that's what makes us special is that especially if you work full time for yourself and I've been very blessed to do so, thank the gods. But like you, you don't, I, I will not allow someone to tell me this is what I want. Uh, this is what I want. And I've done that in my early art career because I was so hungry because I was like, I was so flattered that people would even consider buying my art. And I still am. I still haven't lost that. But it was like, I was kind of compromising my artistic character. And now I'm like doing that less, but I'll still be cool with somebody. If somebody comes to me like, look, dude, like I want kind of this because it's special to me. And I'm like, well, you know, I'm going to do it in that Sal version. Right. And then they go, yeah, yeah, yeah. We know. So if you're like, give me a leopard, I'm going to give you a fucking abstract ass leopard. You know right. what I mean? So what, 
out of all the pieces, because it's crazy, it's almost, they're almost like your kids, you know? Any of them stand out that you're like, man, this one. Well, that one for sure. <laughs> Obviously, the HP one, I get it. But yeah, any yeah. any other one that you're well, like, man. That 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 one right there. This one? Behind me. Uh-huh. Um, the one that I recently sold is called Energy. That's uh, near and dear to my heart. And that piece is like, I feel like out of all the pieces I'm going to be known for, that's going to be the one. Like one of the ones. One of the ones. Right. Um, I have a piece that I did in 2020. It was a COVID piece. Um, I think that one's going to be a good one. I don't, I don't think people get it yet though. Um, there's a, there's like a good 10 that I'm like, I think these pieces are going to be like the ones that like Jean-Michel, like how he had his pieces that he's known for. Those right. are going to be the ones. So how do you, your typical day, bro, you mm -hmm. wake up, uh, is it, you have stuff that's in the works Right. Do you have stuff that you're like, oh, I'm going to just do this. I'm going to get inspired by this. How does that work for you? So how it works for me usually, Coach, is um, I usually, like, I wake up, obviously. I, I do the coffee thing, take care of my dogs. And uh, my girl goes to work early. And I usually sit around for a minute. I'll listen to a couple podcasts, Rogan, you know, Dave Smith, Michael Malice. And um, I'll sit around and I'll just kind of, like, depending on how I feel. And, like, I don't force shit anymore. I used to force it a lot. And, um you know, sometimes you have to pull back to project forward, right? right? So for me, sometimes if I'm not feeling it, like yesterday, I went to the bar because I needed some of the sacrament. So I went to the bar, loosened up, felt good, came back home. And I knew this piece I was going to work on. I was like, I want to do kind of like an Indian face. Like a lot of my stuff is kind of a lot of Native American kind of uh, base. Right. Like when I just do whatever, right? It's a lot of feathers and arrows. Um, and I just... I just started hitting on this piece. And for some reason, the channel came from up there and I just felt good. And I finished this piece in 20 minutes yesterday and it's a hitter. I'm gonna post it. And I don't nice. tell people which one it is, but like kind of that's how my day goes. Like even if I don't feel like working, even though I said I don't force it, sometimes you just have to just put the pen to the paper or to right. the canvas. And then for some reason, like, I like to say it's not me doing the art, it's something it's channeling through me, man, in a weird way. So, yeah. When did you know you were good as an artist? I still don't think so. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. I'll come I hate when people do that. I hate when people do that. You're good. You're good. Dude, I'm, when, I'm, when did you notice? Uh, when I first sold my big, biggest piece, over $1,000. I'm not going to say price points because I don't want to, like, get that way. But if I sell a piece to someone over 1000 bucks, that's a total stranger. That's not related to me. That means I'm on the right path and it's not about money, but it's about that level shit where it's like, oh, I can make a living doing this shit. Like people love it enough to where I can sustain myself. You know what I'm saying? And not to make a multi-billions of dollars, but to make enough money where it's like I can leave a legacy behind and inspire a lot of cool people that maybe are going to be those hitters. You know what I'm saying? I mean, right. maybe I am, but maybe I'm not. You know what I'm saying? So um, I think that's when I knew I was like legit on a level when people, A, were paying more than $1,000 for my work, and then B, noticing me on the street like out of nowhere, even though in Dallas is a small town, big city, but it was kind of cool. You know what I'm saying? So How, how far are you from Grapevine? Uh, I'm like, I used to live in Grapevine with my chick. Uh, I'm like 30 minutes away. Oh, yeah. I, I, mm -hmm. I have good friends in Grapevine. I've spoken in Grapevine twice, bro. Really? It's a great, it's a great little area. Um, you know, I, I just love Dallas because we can, like, walk to a bar. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, and, I, and all my people that collect my art, they're down here. So. They're down there? 
Yes, sir. When uh, when you look at what you do, mm -hmm. how is your mood, man? Because usually artists' moods are very interesting. You know, I I got real. I don't know if it's lucky or what, but I got blessed with a with a weird positivity gene, and I'm always happy and I'm always positive. You know, in a weird way. And I don't, and I and I, naturally, just naturally, I think. A lot of people say it's the trauma that happened to me that I just went, I reversed it and I came out this way mm. and I'm always happy. You, you relate to artists, like, especially painters, like, like dealing with like the trauma of not being happy and not being noticed. And they all, the majority of them get noticed once they die or the weird stuff like that. Right. Right. Do you witness any of that? Um, I, I see a stigma around it. A lot of people that that like to reiterate a narrative that's been taught to us here through mm -hmm. starving artists. I don't subscribe to any of that bullshit and all that nice. emo and all that emo shit. That's great if that's you, but if that's you, that's you. That ain't sad. Me, I'm fucking, I'm an explosion, man. I'm also like very quiet too. I like my quiet time, but I've never experienced, honestly, coach. I've never experienced the whole kind of like. Like I was starving in the beginning, don't get me wrong, but uh, I've never experienced the whole kind of like, like tortured artist thing. Now I have a right. chip, I have a chip on my shoulder. And I think cause I, I never went to a therapist as I was growing up and getting older. Uh, that's a lot of Latino and blacks. Like we don't go to therapy, you know what I mean? So uh -huh. I guess in a weird way, I was exploding my aggression and darkness onto the canvas because my, my art progressively got and even my dad's friends tell me they're like your art was really dark in the beginning man so maybe that's the way i was uh showing my uh like i was projecting onto the canvas and then as life got better my art got a little more like happy i guess right colorful but still with the edge but not edge. not dark you know it, before it was like dark <laughs> real dark man. so you know yeah. My man was Transylvania dark. Yeah, 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 man. It was like Nosferatu. What's his name? But then Vlad the Impaler dark. Yeah, it was Vlad the Impaler. Bro, when when you're in an interesting place, because when you know you're good at something, mm -hmm. not and it's not in a bragging way, but you feel like, man, I got a gift at something. It feels real good, right. but you're not really known yet. It's interesting because you have people. At least what I've noticed is you have people bullshit you a lot. And then yeah. you get people that you really know that known once you grow up to a certain level, you get people that bullshit you to your face and then they don't come true on stuff, you know, right. with expectations and stuff like that, man. Right. Have you dealt with a lot of that or no? Um, I think I'm kind of going through that now, coach, in a weird way, because uh, a little birdie told me the other day that, you know, I do these, uh, I used, I was doing these uh, scavenger hunts in Dallas. Um, and I want to take this national one day where I just kind of like do like a Banksy thing where I like leave a piece of art on something or whatever. Right. And like leave clues. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but I did like a scavenger hunt recently and a little birdie told me that, you know, some folks that follow me and they, you know, give me compliments and it's great. I'm humble and grateful for it all. But like, uh, that, you know, that's what they kind of do. Like they're never going to pay for my art and this and that and the third. And in a weird way, I was conflicted because I was like, that's kind of fucked up. But at the same time, I get it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't do it not like, oh, why would somebody do that? I'm like, I'm flattered either way, bro. I win. It's a win-win. Like, my right. art is out there even more. They're happy. I'm happy. It feels good giving, right? Um, 
And at the same time, like, as I get bigger, I'm going to do less and less of those. And eventually, they should pay for my art. And if they don't, I keep kind of almost a catalog. I remember who was there in the beginning, in the very beginning, before anybody gave a fuck about me. Right. And then who's there now. So if you love my art and you love taking all the free shit, that's cool. But I know you have the funds to at least invest a little bit in my in my brand. It sounds famous in the art. You know what I'm saying? So like I kind of take a catalog of that, but I think I kind of go, I'm going through it a little bit now where it's kind of like people are like doing that pat on the back because it's cool for the gram, but they don't give a fuck really. And that's fine. That's their prerogative. And I'm not, I'm not like tied up in that, but I notice it. You know it's what I'm good, saying? No, and so, it's good that you notice it because as I've seen my evolution and I've noticed what's happened with me, right. I watch people's movements, right? So like, like an example, let's say, let's say you're now Sal, super famous. The world knows you. You're the man. Like we're talking about, like you got five million followers on Instagram. You're the guy, right? right. If I have you on my show, I'm gonna put you on my feed because right. oh my god, it's Sal, whatever, whatever. But if I take Sal now, that's up and coming, that's so crushing it. I see people. We're not gonna put Sal on my feed. I'll put him on my story, but right. I'm gonna do it on my feed. You know. Right. And I see people do that to each other left and right. And that fucking bullshit to me, I see all that. And I'm like, look how people look how people are, man. It's so interesting. You know, it's like, no, my my feed is my business, you know. There is no business. That's right. the beauty of it. There is no business. And what I've noticed is I've been at this for three years. Everybody that when I started is here, and I've been going up here, and everybody's still up here. Yeah. Because, or down here on the opposite. Why? Because what I think, man, is obviously people only care about themselves. Right. That's, that's the number one rule, and, and I get that. I get that. But the second thing is the amount of cloud chasing that happens, mm -hmm. the amount of, oh, I'm not this person. Oh, that looks that person. Let me go. It's just so crazy, man. Yeah. And one of the things that I like that you do is because you're constantly producing right. artwork, it frees you from having to depend on the journey of making it because the momentum is king. Right. Mm -hmm. Because today I have you on the show. You're like, right. wow, man, I got to forget that it's my show, but I got to express myself and I got to talk. Thank and you. It's Thank you again, different. Coach. No, no, you get up and say that. But it's different. I got to talk and it was chill, whatever. Yeah. Man, I like that. Yeah. And the good thing about this is you could mimic this tomorrow, the day after, because you could start your own Sal's Famous Podcast and right. call it the masterpiece, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Whereas t 10 years ago when I was in Hollywood, I couldn't do this. Mm. Yeah. Because this, this, this didn't exist, you know? Right, right. Let's talk you and content now. Okay. We had a conversation about this. Which, about by the way, I, I, I'm sorry, I'm going to interrupt you, Coach. I will tell you, the, the way I learned about content is through Gary Vee. And I'll tell you, I'll expand on more of that in a minute once you ask me. Go ahead. Sorry. Mm -hmm. I told you my story with Gary, did I? Yes. Yes. Awesome story. All good with that story, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I learned I learned about daily content through Gary Vee. Just telling you that. So, okay. And how would you how did you apply it? How I applied it, coach, is I, I literally had this conversation, and I'm sorry to interrupt you. You know, uh, um, come on. I I uh, I told my artist friend in Dallas, right. Uh, I was telling him like my approach to it just in, in conversation and the way I see it, I love fighting. I love USC. I love 
anything boxing, anything, but mostly UFC. I'm a UFC head, right? Right. So I listen to Brendan Shaw, all that shit. That's how I know about Gage, right? Got so it. the way I see it is daily content is like my jab. Bah, 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 bah. I'm in your face. You're doing this. You're doing this. You're like, oh, stop. Please stop. Stop. Imagine if I keep tapping you. If I just keep tapping you on your shoulder and I keep doing it. Even me doing this in the camera is annoying to me, right? So if I keep tapping <laughs> you, you're going to be like, what, motherfucker? What? Stop. Like, you have to pay the attention. The loud, the squeakiest wheel gets the grease. There's a reason why that's the same. So yes. for me, the daily is jabbing. I'm jabbing you. I'm popping you with the jab. That jab is perfect. I'm trolling. I'm doing the, I'm shouting, coach out, go. This is all me. I'm not playing a character. Even right. though I grew up loving Ric Flair and the WWF back in the day. But this is me. This is part of who I am. You know what I'm right. saying? So I'm throwing that jab. Like I have a belt coming today. Why do I have belts? I'm just throwing the jab, right? When I sell or when I have a project, or if I'm on the Coach HP show, a podcast, I, that's my overhand. So I'm hitting you. So that's how right. I see it. And so Gary V taught me content is currency, right? Actually, him and Dame Dash, shout out to them. Dame and right. Dash, content is currency. So the more you're popping it out there, yeah, you might be annoying to people. It might be oversaturation, but something about it has been working. How did I go from 500 followers five years ago to now almost 2,000 five years later. That's not a big jump, but those are legit people that are following me that reach out to me, like the people that follow you now that follow me. And they, you know what I'm saying? So it's a move, it's, it's been, a move. It's a yeah, move, it's, it's been a move. very good for me. So like, for me, it's like, oh, that's how I'm approaching it because yeah, I haven't, like you told me when we first talked on the phone, nobody knows who the fuck I am. And that's how you got me my attention. I was like, he gets it because nobody knows who I am. And that makes sense. That makes total sense. So I'm like, so if I'm not doing that, I'm not Todd White, I'm not Damian Hurst, I'm not all these motherfuckers that have made it. And even then, I'll scale it back a bit, but I'm still going to be me. And right. me is, boom, I'm going to keep hitting you. Bah, 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 bah. Anyway, so. Oh, it's perfect. Now, I, on social, you're on Instagram or what else? Is that it now? That, that's it. My, my videographers told me to go on Snapchat and all these other things, okay. but I just, you know. Okay, so let's talk about that for a second. Mm -hmm. Why not the, because I, I love the all the painters that I know that I talk to. They all love doing that time lapse thing where they're all doing the painting and stuff, which is great, right? Yeah. yeah. But what I what I told you, and I remember this from the conversation, was that you need a YouTube channel. Yes. Yes. Today. Yes. Like today, like when we hang up, like I don't yes. tell you to do it now because we, we, yeah. I don't know how to do it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. need a YouTube channel. Yes. And one of the, like an example, one of the things you're gonna put on this YouTube channel is gonna be this conversation, this whole oh, interview. Absolutely. Yes. It's going to go on your channel, right? Mm -hmm. And then parts of it are going to go on your Instagram feed, mm -hmm. right? Literally there, right? And then you start showcasing the world because I think your people see you through your work, right? right? But also people now, it's it's like the double combination. It's like the reason why uh, Stylebender is so good is because he can come and he could, bro, he can get you on the ground. He can get you standing up, whatever. Right now, what you're doing is... You're old school, you're McGregor now, which is, oh yeah, I just got striking, but I'm getting killed with the leg kick, right? So how do we beat the leg kick, Saul, is I think, which I want, I don't know how you don't do this. I don't know how all your videos aren't you talking, because you are so comfortable talking. It's, you're very kind. Thank and you. it's so original that it can only do what you want, which is catch people's attention. Thank you. Right, because right. you got the accent, you got the vibe, you got the this, you got that, you got the 
jab, 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 right? So <laughs> right. What, what I would do is, and I love talking about this, man. This is one of the reasons why I love, see, if I have you on, you're so new at this that I could have a conversation with you. And you're like, yeah, man, then we could have a conversation. Some people that are a little more not on this vibe, right. it's, they want to get interviewed. An interview is like, you know, it literally fucking sucks. This yeah. is a conversation. This is what yeah. matters to me. And this is what somebody listening to at the gym, in their car, whatever, go, oh, right. shit, that's the, that's the move, you know? Right. How do you think about having a YouTube channel where you don't worry about, yeah, the videographers are going to tell you thumbnail and this and that, but forget about that for now. Right. You just come and go, listen, I'm going to do my thing and i'm gonna post a video daily have right. you thought about that yet or not? yeah yeah no i took your advice when we talked privately on the phone and uh i did reach out to my videographer just because i'm better at filming myself and thank god for these iphones but then i take the file send it to him and he's gonna chop it up it's gonna drop before saturday i'm gonna tag you in the coach but like by the way i love the mcgregor one with you walking that's that's awesome that's that's awesome right <laughs> but Thanks, the man. the thing is that is such a cool thing, right? Okay, yep. you drop that. Let's say you drop that on Sunday. Right. But then Monday. Right. But then Tuesday. Right. And then Thursday. And then you have already, because what's easy about you is, see, if I, if I was like your coach, an example. Yeah. right. I will tell you this. Okay. You have the artwork, which is it, which is the vibe, right? right. But if all of a sudden, when you start talking, you also share your love for something that's unique to you. Like the perfect example is, and I had a conversation with him today, which is awesome, is Evan Hafer from Black Rifle Coffee. Right. 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 With right. Evan is everything is the background that leads to the coffee. Right. But what makes it fun is the whole background and the amount and the way they're posting content is amazing even though now they're at a place that they're successful that they literally are producing almost fucking movies which is mm. awesome you know right. but for you right now let's put the videographer aside reason right. why i don't like videographers for a guy like you right now is like this i'll give you an example so gary had had d-rock right. had babin had jason and then has like three more videographers but those guys are working around the clock to just produce content left and right. Right. So what happens is if you depend on a videographer, unless you're going to put a guy on a payroll for a good amount of money to get him bus, it takes time. This And I hate waiting. I hate waiting on the content right. that you want to put out. So like I'll give you an example. I did a post on, on Friday where I put myself, I think I was like 12 or something, holding up a trophy. And I said, this was a first place trophy, 1989 or 88 or something. Fucking bullshit. The billions of fucking things I went through for this plastic piece of shit thing. <laughs> the, the the amount of of my ass hair I kicked all stuff wasn't right. even worth it. I don't even know where this thing is. Right. What happened? I get about 500 people reach out to me. Coach, oh my God, I'm going through that right now with my kid, with my team. This is this, this and that. How do I know that? I don't know that. I just put. So what I'm saying to you now is you do not know how many people need Saul till Saul starts putting himself out there. Right. So if you understand that and go, listen, I got a message. 
whatever the message is. And I'm just going to start putting it out there on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Videographer side. Then you get the videographer to do the cool McGregor video where you walk slow motion around town. Right. I right, love right. those. I love those, right. bro. Right. And then soon it's going to be you talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Soon you're going to be you saying, listen, I did it. And that's coming. Right. But before we go, after we get all that, you just start putting out content more and you use YouTube more to every piece, everything, every this and that, every behind the scenes, everything like that, dude. Right. Have you thought about that? Don't talk. I want to hear about the videographer. Yeah, yeah. About you. Talk yeah, to yeah. me. Talk um, to me. I have, and I actually created a, um, a uh, like a South famous YouTube, uh, like a, like a, what do you got? Channel, right? So when I did that, I didn't know how to navigate it, and I still don't. I know that sounds super ignorant, but I got lost in the sauce. And for me, it's like, I'm bro, super... Bro, in Spanish, we call it un wajito. Are you wajito, bro? Yeah, you I'm puro wajito, man. <laughs> right here, wajito. Yeah, man, number one. Puro wajito. Yeah, right here, bro. Yo soy. Because, uh, dude, I get lost, man. And I fucking... Even when I look at it... What do you mean? Like, how do you get lost? Like, what do you get lost? Well, because at? when I... when I like Even when I look at it on my phone, right? It, it has, like, Sal's famous, Sal, and then something. Some other bullshit, I guess, that I put in, and I'm like, wait, which this one's is on the YouTube. Channel? This is this YouTube? on YouTube. This is on YouTube. And so I'm like, wait, which one's the channel? So, so when he, you, how he, many channels do you have? I guess it's three. I don't know, but I, why do you have three channels? Right? But why do you have three channels? I think I, I think I'm thinking it's three, maybe, but it's like actual ones. My because it's it's connected to my Gmail. You know how they do all that? The email. So, okay, so don't worry about the email. Just look at the one channel and look at the title of it, and then customize your look. Yeah. So, like, whatever the the picture is on the thing. Now, uh, I'm talking to you. By no means am I a fucking YouTube wizard. I'm not talking okay. about that. What okay. I do know is, I know what's happened to me. Mm-hmm. And if I could go, okay, this is what happened to me. This is how I became this. I didn't have the luxury that you have, where you literally produce something. Mm-hmm. So you don't need anybody. Right. You could just literally go, boom, boom, boom. Look here, it is, and then that's your work. My thing is, I just can't knock on your door, Saul, and be like, hey, man, look, uh, let me go pump you up for a second, brother. I, I know how to make you better. I know how to bring you ideas. Or, or oh, your kid plays sports? Listen, Lee, give me your kid, and let me train him. Right. And let me, you know what I'm saying? It's it's a right. whole different dynamic, but you don't have those barriers. Right. So you can literally come do that and just post stuff left and right of yeah. you speaking about certain things. So, like, to me, and I use me as an example. I was, I'm Coach HP. Nobody knew who I was. Yeah. Right? I was known here in Miami as a different person. I get this thing from up above and I start talking and I start talking. But I'm a baseball instructor. I'm, at the time, I'm making a living. I'm talking about after coming from crushing it, absolutely crushing it in Las Vegas. Right. To making a living where you used to bring me. You used to bring me Sal Jr. And I would train Sal Jr. for an hour in a cage. Mm-hmm. And I'd charge you 60 bucks. Mm-hmm. That was my life. Okay, I go, there's no way I'm going to do this forever. I'm not going to be the last dude giving uh, lessons in a cage. And I noticed that all the majority of these people weren't happy Mm. because it just didn't. It it just wasn't their vibe. You know, it it wasn't a happy thing. Like none of these none of these guys, they were just it was a part time thing. They were giving lessons for for money. You could tell. But for me, I take that so seriously, just like I take this conversation right now, extremely serious. Right. So what I said was, I go, okay, how can I get out of this? The Gary thing, I see that. I see the Casey Neistat. I see the Gary thing. I go, okay, I got to become 
technology savvy also. So I started doing that. I started to understand that how much fucking work it is three in the morning to it because how I'm, I'm exactly like how you were. I would, or you are, I sit there and I give lessons for four hours on my feet with young kids. And I'm not talking about with high schoolers. We're talking about with three, four, five, six, eight, nine-year-olds. At the, we're talking wow. about patients like <laughs> yeah. you have no idea, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I would also communicate with the parents what I saw, right. which people didn't do that. People who give lessons were, or what they do is they don't want to talk to the parents. It's literally, fuck you, right. pay me, right. get out of here, right. pay me again, get out of here, pay me. So I was different. Right. I would talk to parents and I would show parents what I'm doing, why am I doing this, right. what to really focus on. So I started doing that, right? And I go, I go, fuck, man, I, I got to start documenting this. I got to start putting it out there. I got to start putting it out there, right? And then when I went to YouTube, because Instagram had a thing, and I know Instagram had a thing, and now TikTok's there, and it's into, but YouTube is just YouTube, dude. Yeah. And I don't take my advice on this because I don't pop off for certain reasons, but any because lack of want. I don't pop off YouTube's video daily, even though I should. I don't. But for a guy like you, where I see you are right now, I go, fuck, okay, let me start reviewing baseball bats. Right. So I started reviewing baseball bats because I saw firsthand. I wasn't me sitting in my house going, oh, let me. No, I started to train kids, and I saw the reaction of why the bat was so good. Right. That led to my Rawlings deal. Mm. Right. That's sick, by the way. That's super sick. Thank you. So if I take you now and I go, Saul, what's the most common type of paint you use? Acrylic. What's the brand? Uh, Whatever works, brother. (laughs) What works? Give me one brand that works. Uh, I'm looking at it right now. I can't see the name. It's too far away. But uh, it's basically, it's like a Michaels brand. Okay. When you go to the store, what do you buy it from? Michaels? Yeah, buy it from Michaels. Okay. So, because remember, people think the material makes the the thing and it ain't nope. the material right nope. now nope. it is if now if you're talking about the difference between buying a bentley and a camry that's two different vibes right 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 but in your world the thing is the thing but what if you now come and you start you know what a part of my little thing is i'm gonna start talking about paints and why this brand from michael's is good and I've yeah. used this brand before, and guys, and what if you now say, well, you know what, one day I'm going to, how much does the thing of paint cost? Oh, like a, like a little can? Yeah, a little can. I'll give you the secret that I do, Coach. Uh, sometimes I go to Home Depot. Because uh-huh. sometimes, like, for me, if you think about it, like painting, it's not the base that matters, the, the, the foreground or the background. What matters is the, the front, the foreground, right? So I invest in, like, good graffiti pens and good acrylic Paints. Give me a, what's the best pen for graffiti? Uh, called Malto, M-O-L-T-O-W. Okay, so listen, the first video you're going to do, the second video, first video I want you to do, the second video is that Malto bullshit. You're uh-huh. going to sit there and go, listen, guys, this is Malto. Let me tell you why I love Malto. Yeah. Hell yeah. I did Malto on the Coach H piece. South yeah, Beach I did. Slash, I, did a lot of, I did a lot of those on that. Slash yeah. Moneyball. Yeah. Slash uh, cocaine cowboys. Yeah. Slash, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But see how you, see how I got your reaction out of that? Yeah, yeah. Maybe laugh. Yeah, Multiply that by hundreds of thousands. Right. 
because that's what you're going to do when you yeah. talk about it. You lit up. When I go, bro, the peace. Because, see, I don't know painting, so I'm like... Painting, you're like, dude, I'll go to fucking, I'll go to Michael's flat, but then you yeah. talk about graffiti pens and you lost yeah. your mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why don't you talk about graffiti pens? Yeah, they should sponsor me. I'm just joking. No, they, they should. They, should, they will. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. will. And I, I, I'm going to give you a big shout out when that happens, Cody. But listen, no, 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 no but, but I'm yeah, talking yeah, about sorry, they sorry. will, they will once people see your passion right. behind the graffiti thing. And then you start talking about pens. And then what happens is you're doing two things now again. We're attacking, right? We're we're the we got our we got our, our strike game on point, and cool. then the other thing is the ground game. Unfortunately, you can't. You're gonna get to the point, Saul, where every day of the year you got you got a painting waiting for you. You'll get there. You're gonna get good. there because you're that that's, good. That's the problem that I good. want. Thank you. Coach. Yeah, of Thank course you. you are. And Thank it's you. gonna get to a point that it, that you're gonna have uh kind of like, and I heard him talk about this, which was awesome. Ben Baller, you know who Ben Baller is? Yeah, yeah. So like a Ben Baller vibe where he's like, listen, dude, the thing got so crazy with the fucking jewelry that I used to tell people, all right, look, uh uh five hundred thousand. They'd be like, Okay, because he got to that level. Yeah, yeah. You right? can like name a crazy price. You're gonna get there. You're, you're gonna get there. I know yeah. you're gonna get there. I can see it. Like I I I could tell you, you're going to get there, right? You, but coach. in the meantime, as you get there, mm. there's not always things to do. So right. what keeps you in that Gary V flow of doing things mm. is to keep attacking. Is to is that, is that's why he created now uh, overrated, underrated. Right. Right? And, and it has a million things because it keeps going. That's why Dave from Barstool did the pizza thing, then did the... The Davy Day Trader thing to talk right. about stocks because yeah. you couldn't gamble because it was Corona. But then what happens? He's doing the stock. He's doing stock now. A huge conspiracy in the stock world with fucking GameStop, GameStop. and this. Yeah. And he's in the middle of it. And he's yeah. the guy because he has the audience. So it's like what? And Gary hit this on the thing, and Dave believes it's this: the world comes to you right. while you're still attacking. Right. And I think a lot of people and when people ask me and i want to get your take on this is how do you stay motivated when you're starting how do you stay motivated when you've been at this for three years and you're now you're in your 40s and whatever it's mm -hmm. it's the constant balancing of attacking versus now people coming to you because you're no right and right. with a guy like you i think your work is here I think if we can just get close with your attacking of graffiti pen reviews, mm -hmm. anything that goes behind the scene, Home Depot, a video of you literally walking into Home Depot, Home Depot. Doing, doing your bullshit that you do, right? <laughs> Which is bullshit, yeah. and I mean in a good way, not in a bad way. You know, you know what I'm saying? You mean, like you come you in and go, all right, look, guys, yeah. listen. So I walk into <laughs> and you say whatever story happened because it, there's so many things that could happen there, which Coach, is what ha which is I'm, what happened to I'm me. Sorry, I'm sorry I didn't interrupt you. I, I used to hate going to Home Depot because my abuelito would always take me there after school, and I was like, when I get older, I'm never fucking stepping foot in this place. And now where I always go, Home Depot. Brother, never say never. <laughs> brother, I am the same way with you. My dad would take me to fucking Home Depot to do the most bullshit building things around the house, bro. Yep. Yep. And I'm like, I hate Home Depot. I like the smell of it. Yeah, it it's smells. Just, yeah, it yeah, smells. Yeah. It has. Mm -hmm. And it's just too many people. But see, you turned. But that story, 
mm-hmm. is what we need to hear. And nobody right. knows that about you. Right. Nobody knows you're abuelito, right? You call him abuelito. Yeah. I don't know what it's like to have a grandfather. So I'm like, cool, man, I want to hear. And, and after that, you're going to say, you know, so my abuelito used to take me to Home Depot. And then where would you eat after? Come on. He would take you to eat somewhere. Oh, he would always, he'd be like, mijo, come on. He would take me to fucking, you know, Jake's Hamburgers. Do they have that in Florida? No, we don't have that here. Oh, it's a Texas thing. Dude, he'd take me to Jake's Hamburgers. My abuelito had a stomach of steel because he'd take me there a week in a row. Mijo, get his Jake's Hamburgers. I'm like, no, <laughs> stop with the hamburgers, bro. Can we eat something different? And he, but that's what he could afford. You know what I'm saying? So, What do you eat at Jake's Hamburgers? Fucking a hamburger, bro. <laughs> so what type of hamburger? What type it's of like, hamburger? It's like a hamburger with mustard and like lettuce, tomato. Like very basic. I'm very basic with my food. Let's talk food-wise. Hamburger, bro. I'm... If you could... And, and just keep it fast food. I'm not talking about like going to these places. Yeah, if yeah, you yeah. could eat a hamburger, where would you go? Anywhere. Like every day of the week kind of situation? Yeah. Uh, good question. Uh, fuck, dude. I'm so basic. I would say, uh, oh, wait. Uh, no, 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 no. I've had great hamburgers everywhere. but No, but I, for you, for you. I feel, that, like, it, I feel like Burger King okay. for me in a weird Perfect. way. Burger That's King great. is like my That's shit. Great. Okay. It's great. Let's talk Burger King. Yeah. What do you eat at Burger King? Some kind of Whopper, whatever the biggest thing is. Yeah. How many patties? I would take two if they could do it. I think they do on a Whopper. What do you sure. put it on it? What do you put on it? Just lettuce, tomato, mustard, no mayonnaise. Uh, no cheese? Ketchup. Nah. You're not a cheese guy. Nah. I mean, I know. I love cheese. Just not on my burger. Really? Yeah, yeah I'm weird that way, man. Uh, yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> so you do that, and then you're having fries too or no? But from McDonald's. So what do you do? No, no, no. Hold on, hold on. But you're at Burger King. You go get the, the fries at McDonald's? Yeah, because where I live, there's a Burger King right next to McDonald's. It's perfect. Which is usually close. But yeah, because they're so... Ooh. You go... So, okay. So let this see how... This is the interesting part. So you go Burger King, Whopper. Right. Anything else from Burger King? No. Nah. Nah. Then you go straight to McDonald's? Straight and then to what? McDonald's. Buy the biggest fucking... The fries are the size of my head, which are okay. huge. Okay. And right? what else? And then fucking that's it. Just what are you drinking? Ketchup in there, alcohol. So, so, so you're drinking that with alcohol? Yeah, 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 yeah. What type of alcohol? Uh, vodka sodas. That's what I like. That's all I do. So you do. So you don't do soda. You don't do water. You go. You go ham. On, because, wow, dude, that's living, it. man. That's living. I have. You should see me. I have a big treasure cat face smile, like, and I have a big ass head. So dude, I have a treasure cat smile, man. Dude, I, I celebrate. It. See, but that's what it. that's what people need to hear, bro. I'm a so if you leave me to my thing, uh-huh. this is what I'll do, bro. I'll go to, you're in Dallas? Dallas, Texas, yeah. So if we go to Dallas, Texas, right, uh-huh. there's nothing to me like McDonald's. I, uh-huh. yeah. I'm just, and it's the new modern ones and whatever. Now, right. I was in incredible shape when I played as an athlete. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a tall dude, but I... I recently lost, I think it was 45 pounds during the pandemic. Congratulations. Right? Thank you, bro. That's Thank awesome, you. man. Thank you. But I do these, like, I did this weird, like, where I don't eat a day. I eat another day in the middle of the day. And then I, I do this crazy stuff, right? Yeah. But if you if you come, and I did it recently. I go to my chick. I go, no, no, we're going to. She wanted to do McDonald's, which is rare. Right. So we did McDonald's. Let me take my McDonald's, bro. Okay. So this is my McDonald's experience, buddy. Okay. So I sit there. I want to see if you do something like this. I sit there, and I love the new McDonald's. All the new McDonald's, how they contemporary look. They crushed that. <laughs> Whoever uh-huh. came up with that crushed that. Okay. Brother, I would sit there, and I'll do, I think it's the number three, uh, double quarter pounder okay. with cheese. Okay. Plain. 
which is cheese. This is real fat guy talk right now. Okay. Oh, this is this is this is life. <laughs> this is life talk right yeah, here, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Double quarter pounder with cheese, plain. Uh-huh. Large fries. Mm-hmm. Large Coke with no ice. You don't get don't no get your ice. Coke watered up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because wow. it comes it comes cold from the machine already. Wow. So Coke with no ice, okay? Okay. Now, here's where it goes fun. Okay. Six piece chicken my nugget. Just the nuggets. Yeah, the nuggets are good, though. But just the nuggets. Yeah. Okay. Four sweet and sour sauce. Four. Because the amount of sweet and sour sauce that are going to go in this combination saw of chicken nugget, french fries. (laughs) Yeah. Double quarter pounder Uh are insane, bro. What that does for you is insane. And then after I do all that, if I'm there... Something about eating in the car too. That's awesome. But if I'm there, yeah, I'll I'll uh I'll do Wi-Fi. I'll watch something. You know, if it's a podcast or a show or something, and you're in your own world, they're eating this whole thing. Right. And at the end, saw I go, which I don't know why McDonald's did this, but I did. Uh, I would do caramel Sunday with extra caramel. Oh my god, Coach. right? Wow, but, I'm having a heart attack just thinking about it, man, dude. You know that they eliminated the peanuts? Because people have peanut allergies. Yeah. Is that why? Yeah. yeah but you could ask for it, though. I don't know why they would do that. Once again, mm-hmm. I don't know. Somebody's Fuck. not carrying an EpiPen and they're, aller- they're allergic to Dude, the I would fucking though. go ham on. Pe- I would get Dude, three, packs, three packs of peanuts. Dude. Oh. Yeah. So now that, that we mentioned that, bro, I just think about that, dude. Think about that. That right there, if I was in Dallas with you, how fun would that whole experience be? Oh, that'd be great. Because I would watch you eat like a total fat kid. And then I'd be like feeling bad, like Shane eating. Like, because I'm like, I shouldn't be eating this. But every once in a while, you got to live, coach. You got to You got to know. Not only you got to live, but I, listen, the look is important. If you're on camera, it's important. You see me on camera before, bro. My face was like, you can see it. You know, and I post about it, man. I talked about who the fuck cares. You know, and it's, and then. You're a dude, and it's it's whatever it is, what it is. You know, as long as you're happy, you rather be Absolutely. a happy person than I don't care how shredded you are. If you're not happy, it's gonna suck. Yeah. What's the point? What's the point? It Coach, sucks. Let me let me ask you a question. So, if you don't mind, it, yeah, so bro. when you go to like when you celebrate when you're with your lady, do you enjoy like nice restaurants? I enjoy everything nice, bro. I I do my best. My life is very interesting, Saul, because. My first year of being Coach HP, I didn't I didn't take my poor wife out. I don't think maybe twice. We didn't do any vacations, do anything, because I was so obsessed. I'm so obsessed with this right now, man. I was so obsessed with this. And I, I ne- I've talked that every time I bring this up, like, I remember a talk I did in ESPN, talking to their sales team. And I started to, to cry, you know, because I, I begged my wife. I go, listen, I got married at 37 for a reason. I know what I want out of life. You're the hottest girl I've ever had in my life. I, you fulfill me in every single way. But I begged her to allow me to work. Mm-hmm. And we're best friends. So it's not like I don't, I'm not in a relationship where like I have my boys. And unless it's something for content, I'm not hanging out with anybody. Right. Now, if it's like, now, if I come see you, you come into town and it's a different story. But on a regular Friday, I'm not going to be with the boys doing this because that's not the life that I, I have nothing against that by the way. Mm. I think that's amazing. But for Coach HP, I'm always attacking. So I never 
I always felt that I don't want to go anywhere because I need to do what I have to do so I don't do anything, you know? But right. of course I do. I take her out to places and I enjoy it. But majority of the time, I find myself talking about what we're talking about now. Not the McDonald's part. Right. Because right. what the well, reason why I love what we're doing is that this is content. Right. I am obsessed with content. Right. 24-7. I don't do enough of it because I because my wife doesn't want to be on camera. And whatever. But if not, I'd have a camera around me. And if unfortunately it was a time that me and my wife got in an argument for something, I'd have that on content. And be wow. like, listen, oh, I, I, I fucked that up. I'm sorry. Or wow. yeah, it's just women have this little thing, you know, and I'm sorry and whatever. I'm obsessed with this thing. I can't get enough of content and enough of vulnerability and content. Right. Stuff like saw that I was wetting the bed till I was 14 years old because it was trauma of my dad beating the shit out of me. Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that has brought me so many things. It has brought me so many freedoms. And talking about change, and, and this came to my head. My boy Jarvis, who is the first, I think, minority owner, or one of the first minority owners, to own and operate a Chick-fil-A really? in a grapevine. I'm speaking oh. at an event in Grapevine. Oh, okay. In Texas, in, yeah? In Texas, yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. And, and they're just redoing it now. I'm speaking at a thing. He comes up to me, super nicest guy in the world. He goes, listen, I watch your content. My son plays baseball. The four Ps, I did this post called the four Ps of positivity, patience, the other thing. He goes, I know the four Ps. And I was like, damn, it was positivity, patience, practice, or you're going to pay somebody. Check out the, look at this. Saul. I go, listen, I go to parents. I go, listen, you got to have the four Ps. You're going to pick which one you do. Either you got to have positivity. If you're going to work with your kid, you got to have patience. You got to practice, or you're going to pay somebody to do that. Right. That was the four Ps. This guy told me that there. I had a recording guy recording it. I'm going to post it. When we get, when we hang up, I'm going to post the post. I post it again. I'm going to post it now. Okay. I'm obsessed with content. I don't I do not do enough of it because I'm not successful enough where I could have a guy sitting on me right here right now. Right. But when I am, I'm going to have a guy. I'm going to have a team of five people on me, 24, just revolving content machine. Every single day, just yeah. shooting stuff. Because I have nothing to hide from anybody. That's cool. And I want everybody. And if I think if you adapt that, bro, from how the fuck you mix McDonald's with yeah. the vodka soda, yeah, <laughs> to how yeah. you go like that again to your hands and your hands, cool. To why you picked the rings, to why you pick those tattoos there, to all those things are super interesting. To like who's singing back there? Is somebody singing back there in the background? Mm -mm. What's no. that noise? Is that a cat? Oh, it's it's a it's every day, like during the day. Not every day, but they're testing out the tornado, the, the alarm. They do it during the day, so people don't. And when it's sunny, it's sunny out today. Sorry, you can hear that. No, it's perfect. See that is <laughs> content. See that there's there's you can't lose. Yeah, yeah. And what yeah. if that tornado thing? What if that tornado thing inspires you to do a painting right now that you completely crush it about a tornado? Right, which by the way, when we hang up, that's the first thing I'm gonna do is get back on art. So, yeah, dude, yeah. hold on one second. I mean, let me hit the 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 power button. Hold on. Go ahead, go ahead. I hear it now. But you see what I'm saying, brother? Yeah. That is, that's why a guy like you can't lose because the playbook's already written for you. Yeah. Because you have the talent. So it's literally paint, but talk about the painting. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I found hard, Coach, about the last thing we, we discussed. Sorry about that, Siren. Um, but the last thing when you were like, yo, do this, and I was I was on it, right? But then at the last minute, I fucking I fucking slid back into my old ways. Why? Because I'm so busy into like like it was hard for me because I, I I pictured me, I vision I visualized me telling you this on your podcast. I was like, yo, for me, it's almost like when I hear something and it's like, go do that. And I'm like, okay. It's like it takes extra second to like hit the record. No, you know, no, 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 no. Coach, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna compare it to this real quick, coach. I'm gonna compare it to like it's almost like you're talking with your friends and you make a witty comment in the moment versus it's like, wait, hold on, guys, and then you're like hit record, then you say the witty comment. That's what it seems like to me. It could be wrong. I'm just saying. Listen, I totally get that. Now, let me ask you a question. Yes, sir. Every single time you ate Burger King, would you always go to McDonald's? To get the fries. No. Of course. At, no, no, no. Oh, well, at okay, some point, you, <laughs> you realize, yeah, yeah, you right? You. At some point, you're like, fuck this shit. Wait a minute. Yeah, their look fries at this, suck at Burger King. Yeah, look yeah. at this brilliant idea. Right. I'm going to hack Burger King and then go get my McDonald's fries. Right. That is more of an inconvenience, motherfucker. Yeah. Right? Because you're my yeah. boy, motherfucker. Yeah. No, then, I get it. They're literally yeah, doing this. Good. Oh, I got a brilliant idea. Yeah, yeah. Record. Look, I have it right here. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. guns right no, here, bro. We, if you want to shoot, we're if we're gonna fight, that's we're gonna true. fight, right? So it's right there. So literally, it's gonna be like this. Ready? So right. these eyeballs. Right. What inspired you to go? What inspired you to? What inspired you, Saul, to do those eyeballs? You said the internet always wins, right? You said it. I heard it on one of your. Because I, I, that's what I do when I look at somebody's when I'm trying to make something for them. I I will scroll through their Instagram and I'll take something you said. Or something you believe in, or whatever. So I'm like, oh, the internet wins. So, what's the first thing we think about an internet or social media? Emojis. So the eyes were emojis, like shocking. So I wanted to put the eyes because I'm like, this piece to me, it pops. So the eyes go right to that piece. No offense, but that's what I think in my head. You know what I mean? So. Okay. I have here. Uh, let me see. Uh, inspire. Why'd you put inspire? Because you inspire people. Just like me. I love I this have, shit, by the way, coach. This is great. This is what, the, brother, this is what you need, man. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. what makes me, and now I'm going to say why I'm so fucking good at what I do is because I care about Saul. Yes. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Now, where I'm going to win is Saul's going to blow up one day. I it's going to happen. That. I'm telling you, it's going to happen. And all I Thank care you. about is to be able to tell, share the stories. Man, Saul, we talked about this. Cool, cool. I don't need money. I don't need a single thing. Right? That's the move. Because if I could be like, wow, man, right. Because look, there's more stuff. Look, there's the crown. Why'd Excuse you me. put the crown? Uh, the crown is an homage to Jean-Michel Basquiat, my hero. Um, I like to think like he's the uh, Jordan to my Kobe, right? I heard Jordan say the other day, like the only person that could beat me was Kobe because he stole all my moves. And I love that so much. And I laughed. Um, but that's why I put the crown, but also royalty. And I feel like, you know, like as a young Latin male, we are kings. You know what I mean? So you're a king. I'm a king. You're a boss. I'm a boss. You know what I mean? So that's why I put it in there. That's what you got to do, bro. How yeah. hard was it? How hard it was came it? so oh. organic because we're talking and it feels like I've known you forever. And that's what I love about you, Coach. When you called me on the phone privately, which you didn't have to do, thank you again. But when you called me, you were like, 
the way you are on this is exactly the way you are on the phone. And I fucking love it because that's why I like to think that I am. Of course, you you can't fake you can't fake saw. It's impossible, bro. It's impossible. So you can't fake the funk on a nasty dunk. No, but but like on you, you can't. So again, all you have to do, motherfucker, is hit hit the record button. Yeah, and talk. Look how brilliant you are. Okay, one more thing. Why? Okay, why the skull? Why did you make so, the baseball skull? So I'll, I'll be completely honest in that. And I and you'll see the vlog that I did, the little compilation, right? Is I was getting frustrated because when I first started, and see, you're going to be telling me, like, see, this is what you should be putting on there. And I know already. But, like, I was talking about my frustrations because I was trying to do a literal version of an MLB logo, right? But kind of add my twist on it. And then when I did it, I was like, nah, fuck this, man. Like, do what got you to the dance. And what got you to the dance is being yourself and portraying and showing like this is an MLB logo, but how cool it would be because skulls are looked at and some people, and especially like Dia de los Muertos, it's like good luck, right? Or whatever have you. So I was like, let me do like a skull because I love skulls anyway. And I was like, it kind of means like good luck, but it's also, it looks like a skull figure in the MLB stance if you really look at it close. So, and that's really why I did it because I was like, this is me. You know, I got to tell my story visually on the on the canvas. I can't do it because I'm going to think you think it's cool. That didn't get me to the dance. What got me to the dance is what I think is cool. And what I know and see in my head is that pops. You know what I mean? So how hard was that? How hard was it for you to tell it me? It's super easy, man. <laughs> yeah, but you're here right now. And you know what I mean? But yeah, well, no. I, I just need to not be lazy and hit the record. No, it's not to be lazy. It's the problem is you think you got nothing to say. That That's probably true, too. It's probably true. Though. You think you have something to say up here, yeah, but not yeah. but not here. The yeah, day yeah. you realize, and listen, you might not, and it's okay because we don't all need to be lions. There's giraffes, there's zebras, there's hammerhead sharks, there's jellyfish. Everybody, everybody's winning, right? But if you're a guy that naturally is out there because you have an out there personality. You love sports that are people that are out there wrestling yeah. boxers yeah. attackers fighters yeah. whatever yep brother all you have to do is keep doing exactly what you're doing and just talk just talk with right. your accent and you fuck up the words i fuck up a hundred words i stop yeah. and i go slow like oh man i fucked that up okay yeah and i just do that and what's gonna happen is your originality it's what's gonna attract people to you your originality is going to be like that guy's not full of shit i love that guy's story i can't afford one of his paintings but i'm going to save up to be one of his paintings i can't afford one of his paintings but i'm going to carry his artwork i'm going to do a way to get close to him i'm going to close to him and get close to him and get close to him and that's what's going to happen bro mm. you're not going to have to not that you do now but everybody's going to come to you right now i think that's here the fucking grass guy. I don't know. Like, this, the dude here comes twice a week. That yeah. dude has a monopoly on me. That guy, yeah. I, I'm paying the grass guy. Yeah. It's just crazy. But you hear that? You hear the weed whacker? Yeah, I do. I do. We yeah. have that on our neighborhood like three times. I'm surprised they're not here right now. Knock on wood. Dude, I'm telling you. The weed whacker is, is crazy. <laughs> La weedita. We call it La weedita. The yeah. weed whacker. Yeah. There it is right there, buddy. Here we go. Yeah. So it's like this. <laughs> Who the fuck does a podcast with a weed whacker on? I do. I know, yeah. Because if you don't like it, dude, and go go somewhere else. Right. And now what happens is when, which is the beauty of now, because obviously you wouldn't be on Good Morning America and the weed whacker going in the back. Right. But this is why we're in 2021 
is the era for a guy like Saul. This is your era, bro. Right. Because in 20, in 2000, in 1985, we would have never heard you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You would have stayed in your little clique in Dallas. You would have been known. You would have had artwork. It would have been cool. It would have taken a Guns N' Roses, a Metallica to bring out. But now, with your hip-hop thing, with your metal thing, with your this thing, that thing, this thing. I, I looked at it today, and it's all because of the internet. I'm talking to you right now. Yeah. Bro, you're in Dallas. I was yeah. talking to... To Evan, who's in Utah and San Antonio, then I'm talking. You get friends from every, and then you have let's use Gage, who's in Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think, man, when I look at your content again, we're not talking enough. We're not hitting the record button. It's the only thing missing, because you're there. But except is, I got, I got people need to hear your voice, right. and if you don't think so, prove me why they don't. Go for it. I have nothing. So then, then you got to attack, bro. Starting nothing, today, yeah. starting today, figure out your little YouTube shit, the three channels, whatever, it's easy, and talk. <laughs> Guys, I'm Saul. I'm abstract. I jump in the pool. I get out of the pool and I draw. I have Big Mac and then I have fries from McDonald's. Your whole Whopper thing, I go to the Whopper. I hate cheese on my thing. And I think I'm the best artist you've never heard of. I agree with that. Yes, sir. All right. right. I tell people I'm the biggest failure you've never heard of. Think yeah. about that. Yeah. Think about that. As I completely crush anybody that's even close to me. Right. Right? Right. right. But that's what I do because it isn't about, yes, the famousness and the and the things, look, the post with Brandon Schaub lets you know who Gage is. That's why that's important. Mm. But that's coming. It'll, it'll happen, especially for a guy like you organically. People will die to put your pieces on their place. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. How about that, bro? I like it. I like it. I like it. And I appreciate your time, coach. Congratulations on your merch, by the way. Thank I you. I like dude. that. I like Thank I like you. the merch. The hoodies are there. Thank you, dude. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna uh I'm gonna work on some more stuff. It's the first time I do that. I've never I've never done that before. Since I started, people were like, oh I'll do merch stuff. And I wanted to wait, but there was a special cause behind that. So we're doing, uh, I'm doing that one. But what do you think about the stuff that I'm telling you? Bro? I love it. I love it. You're like the, um, you know, Eric Thomas is. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The hip hop preacher or whatever you call yeah, himself. Yeah. I started out listening to that dude. Right. And I always, I always told my sister when I lived in New York, I said, this guy saved my life. Right. Really? I was, I was, I was super negative. I was negative Nancy out in New York. You know, you're like the Latino Eric Thomas to me. You know that saying? dude. Like, hold on, get, let me get some water. Hold on, hold on. Don't move. You're good. You're good. You're good. Yes, and and look, and and even that guy, that guy has. I'm not, I'm not comparing you to him, by the no, way. No, no, no. Listen, your, your, your vibe, your vibe. Cool, there your is vibe. no there. You could compare me to whoever, and it, it's you're in charge, dude. It's, it's your perspective. I can't change your perspective on me. It is what it is. But like everybody has their style. He's, we're, if you put me and him on stage, we're both equally passionate. He screams a lot. That's how he does his thing. Great. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Yeah. Which is awesome for him. I realize the more I become Coach HP, you're talking about a guy that I suffer from a ton of identity issues growing up. The more I try to be somebody else, it sucked. But I wanted to be like, 
I wanted to be like this Ivy League private school guy that came from money, whatever, because I don't have any money. And the more I tried to be that, the more I lost. Mm. And the more I banked on being myself, of being humble, of promoting other people yeah, and helping other people, and just watch what happens. Watch what the, the man upstairs in the universe does to a mm. guy that's just every single day is going to wake up and see something and go, oh, I see that, see that. You can't yeah. lose, man. Coach, you you know what? It's funny, and I respect the shit out of you because you you nail like you are. I'm. I guess I'm a lot like you down here because for me, it's like it's not about like what I can get from it, but it's also it's just it's just helping people. You know what I'm saying? And the universe will take care of you. I literally told somebody that there was wanting to give me money for an event that I'm doing on Saturday, and I was like, don't worry about it. The universe will take care of me. Literally, the next day after I told him that, I sold my biggest piece this year. Like, it, it made the amount, which was not a small amount they were offering me, it made the amount that they were offering me look like a dollar compared to what, what I actually got. You know what I'm saying? So, and that's all like just like me just being like, don't worry about it. The universe will take care of me. And that shit's real. You know what I'm saying? So- 1,000%. Dude, when I, was in, when I was in Vegas, Vegas is an interesting town. So, I lived at the Ari Hotel. Mm-hmm. And my club that I started off as a promoter and I worked my way all the way up mm-hmm. was in the Bellagio. Mm-hmm. And when I got to a point economically that I could, that I would tip somebody for letting me like the night, look, the night that my chick that I met her in Vegas, that I knew you're from Miami, but I hooked her up in Vegas and stuff that I wanted to show off and I don't make her wake the line, the whole thing that I tipped the guy who I know a hundred bucks. For her to go right to the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Or the servers, or this and that. My dad would have a heart attack to tip somebody 100 bucks. <laughs> but the day I would do that, the following day, a spender would come in and spend 100 grand with me and then would tip me 20 Gs. Oh, wow. Or, I, or, or we, I'd sit with a player who play and she was... It's just crazy. I tell you my story, and this is why I want you to document this. You're gonna you're, you're gonna tell me that a guy, a kid, that went to a public school his whole life, that didn't have a TV in his room, that took the yellow bus to school, gonna stop the school, wanted to be a private guy his whole life, whatever, would end up being one of the most popular hosts in Las Vegas. That my guy, my client, my guy, theoretical play. You know what theoretical play is? I think so. So in the world of gambling, theoretical players, they rate you on how high the amount of dollars you bet okay. times how long you sit at the table. Okay. The higher that is, the more valuable you are to Vegas. Oh, got you. Okay. I didn't know what it was. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. You got to be a player for that. I didn't know either. I end up getting my dude, okay, who happens to own casinos in Latin America. And this guy becomes my dude. And we're sitting there. And my man saw this dude used to play, okay, a spin. He would play roulette. You know the name roulette where the ball drops on a number? Yeah, yeah, it's like uh, uh, red or black, right? Red or black, and then you pick the numbers, right? You put the numbers there. Okay. Odd evens, yeah, there's so many combinations, right? Zero, double zero. Right. This dude would average 330,000 a spin. A spin. Holy shit. And I'm sitting there watching that. Right. How does a kid from all that? 
come from Cuba, like uh, public housing here in Miami, in like by the Miami River, no good, end up in that story. To now share this, to be with the luck to have you on this show and be like, okay, Saul, I'm lucky to have you on this show, man. This is what you got to do. Right. This is what right. you got to do. Because when you sit there, when we sit there, how old are you now? I'm 39, just turned January. You, you were, what did you say? The fifth? Your, your, your birthday's the seventh, right? I'm the Mine's seventh. The sixth. The you're sixth. the sixth. So <laughs> you're 39, I'm 42. When okay. we sit there and I'm 50 and you're 48 mm -hmm. or 49, I got to sit there and go, Saul, did you try it all? Oh, and I if you don't fuck, and if you don't talk to the camera, motherfucker, you did it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yes. I coach, I guarantee you, I will tell you I've done it all to this point. Absolutely. You know yes. what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But if yeah. you don't talk yeah. to the camera, now it's all that you can do. Yeah. I'm not telling you now to go to uh climb a mountain if that's not your thing. Right. But right now, with what you're doing, dude, it's you're killing me. You gotta we gotta start talking. Thank you. Thank you, Brother, sir. any questions for me before I let you go? Yeah. Any like, question uh, for if me? If you don't mind me asking. Like, well, no rush. There's no you rush. Have, you on. have a relationship with Barstool. So how's how's that going? And, and, and where do you see that going to? Okay. So my relationship with Barstool is super interesting. Once brother. again, if you don't mind me asking. So. You ask whatever you want, dude. So I did not know what Barstool was till last year. Till last year, COVID hits. I was so when I went to go see Gary, mm -hmm. I was gonna go to Barstool. Okay. Through a connection that I had that's pretty fucking strong with a person that that I thought was gonna happen. That person sold me out. I get to the story of my life, by the way. I get to New York. I'm gonna meet Gary. I tell the guy, listen, I'm gonna meet Gary. I wanna you to introduce me to somebody, whatever. That didn't pan out. Okay. But in my feed, there's a guy that used to be in that used to be my client in the nightclub that turned now inspirational guy, et cetera, et cetera. And he had Erica on the show. Erica's the CEO of Barcelona Sports. And she talked about these things about how she can predict content and, and algorithms of it, whatever. And I found that so interesting, man. Mm. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna DM this girl right now. Mm. So I DM'd her. And she responded. And I go, listen, uh, this is who I am. This is who I know. I tried to meet you there. It didn't work out, whatever. I And I came out of honesty. I go, I think you're a bilingual audience needs to know your story. Right? And then, yeah. and then she's like, done. I saw her in, I, I DM'd her, like in, I think like on a Wednesday, Thursday. We confirmed it on a on a Monday. When I do that, that I know it's somebody that, bro, I become obsessed and I don't sleep. All I do is every YouTube, every article, I consume it like crazy. And then I put my twist on it. Right. So I get everything on everybody that's out there. Understand, understand, understand. And then I realize, I go, nobody's like me. When people sit there and talk, everybody has a weird agenda or they could really could care less or they just use her for her followers well, they're not barstool, but they're not, that's not their passion. Mm. My passion is this. Mm. So I sat there and I interviewed her, but I went all out. I went for some weird reason. I just felt this thing. So I went and I got her artwork of her show. I put her Nardini Run Club and I just gave her my life for that time. Mm. 
Wow. Brother, she goes, she made me the one fucking good thing of the day of her podcast. She's like, this is amazing. Whatever. And I don't let it stop. If I feel I don't let it stop, I go, listen, I got to go see you when I'm in New York. Right. I'll talk to you. Let's see what's up. Right. It's like, sure. This and this, they're crazy, man. They're doing so many things that is just crazy. They just signed Logan Paul. They, they did Logan Paul for the sports book. That's they huge. did, uh, when I'm there trying, they, they did, he did Donald, they did Donald Trump. So they went to the White House to do that. They had signed Dion and stuff like that. But what mm. I tell people is, and I told this to my man, Rich, who I love. I had him on the show now. Did you hear the podcast with Rich? Uh, the last one, right? You heard it? I heard it. It's good. Very the whole good. thing? Very good. Yeah. You saw what I told him at the end? When I go, listen, it took me five times to get this thing. Yeah, and then he was like, I don't, I don't think it was because you're not worth it. I think it's because, and he but, said, I owe you an apology. No, but but he goes, because you're the kind of guy that's cool, yeah, but at the end of the day, it's because I'm not worth it. Yeah. It's, it, it is, that's it. Because you don't cancel five times on Joe Rogan. Right, yeah, I heard that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Okay. But it's part of life. So that's happening. That was happening to me there. Okay. And I'm like, but you got two options, which is what I tell you. I kept doing my content. Yeah, I kept doing my thing because that inspired me to do. She was my first guest that inspired me to do a show that led to so many people. So I started to do that. And then what else happened? Then I started to, I kept on, I kept on, I kept on, I kept on. What happened? I went to go see her in New York. People don't know this. I went to go see her. She didn't know I was in town just to see her. I did. Mm-hmm. And I sat in her office and I told her what's up. And she goes, you came out here to see me? I yep, that's the only reason I came here to see you. And she's like, oh my God, do you want a tour? Do you want to go on the podcast? I go, yeah, let's go on the podcast. Hell yeah. Right? So I created that. Right. So she told me incredible things about myself. She's like, I'm, everything that I know, but somebody that has power to say it. Brother, and I did her podcast as best as I could. And then I'm walking out. And then Big Cat has one of the guys grab me and I go on the yak and I do the yak. Bah, 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 bah. And for some funny reason, they're talking about peeing in a urinal. <laughs> when I'm there, you got to see the clip. Peeing in the coach, okay. I, okay, coach. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I'm going to run the rest of them real quick on that. Go, do you mind? Go, and, take and, your time. Continue about peeing in the urinal. I'll yeah, yeah. Go, on, for, go, for, go for it. One second. All right, coach. Sorry about that. You're good. You're good. I'm back. So, he said peeing in a urinal. It triggered me. Sorry so that. they talked about peeing in a urinal, and then I took it like 
they go, do you, like some funny shit, like do you put your balls in the thing? I go, <laughs> I go, I don't even talk about that. I go, wait a minute. What do you do? Who here is not circumcised? Because mm-hmm. I'm not circumcised. Because in Cuba, they weren't circumcising dudes mm-hmm. back then. So mm-hmm. I took it to a whole new He's like, oh, and everybody went crazy and that kind of thing, you know? Right. But I, so I did that. And brother, I thought, I'm going to be honest with you. I thought I was going to be signed by Barstool the following day. I was so happy. I was like, oh, this is great, whatever. And then I never heard from him. Mm. And then it took some time and I tried reaching out like, hey, what's up? Because I, But it, it didn't It didn't happen, didn't happen. And then I finally talked to her. And she was, I don't think we're, re- we're not in a position right now to bring you on. But let's stay in contact, mm. you know? And a lot has happened since then the the beauty of being tied to them is just it's amazing with what they are mm. like i told her there's nobody like me there there's no miami person there's no bilingual person there's so many things and with miami what's happening so the more i'm convinced dude that i've tried to hack so many things in my life mm-hmm. that i'm like you know what I, i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do this and god has said no nah, bro you got to right. do this right and it has worked out i didn't like it at the time, but it has worked out, you know? So with them is, I have a phenomenal relationship with them. I love every single one of them to death. I have a lot of their people on my show just because I reach out to them and I ask them. And some of the guys were the people that I met there. And some people that deserve a spotlight don't get it there or haven't had the opportunity to get it there and I have them on the show and stuff like that, you know? Like Robbie Fox. I had Robbie Fox on the show. Yeah, I can't wait till that drops. That's, That's amazing, Robbie's story. And how that dude literally said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go to the courthouse. I'm going to grab. He goes, for some reason, I had two cameramen. Mm-hmm. And you're on. Uh, um, uh, what does he say? You'll do nothing. And he started, you'll do nothing. And the fuck, you know? Yeah. Boom. And then this week, when I DM'd him, I go, brother, the biggest story of this weekend wasn't Conor McGregor. It was you finally got to interview McGregor. Well, yeah. he knows you now. Yeah, and you went to Dubai, bro. That's big. That, that's the win, bro. That's it's the win. Yeah. So just like another guy that I love that 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 has made it is the Schmo. You know Schmo? I love the Schmo. Yeah, he does. So see, coach that with the yellow glasses, that little persona he does. But mm-hmm. then he does. He breaks character, and then he's himself. Mm-hmm. Like I love, and he and he loves the WWE, and he loves all that shit. So he plays that persona of this is my character, but this is also who I really am. So if that goes, because that's an in. See, that's it's a way to get in. Because what happens is, if you take interviewing, right? Everybody's like, unless you're known, unless you're Dion now, interviewing people where the persona of Dion carries through because it was Dion. It was a I love player. Dion. Prime time. Prime time Dion. is the best, right? Love Dion. My favorite football player of all time. But if you're not yourself... If you're not Dick Vital, right, which he's himself, like, hey, baby, yeah. you're just like, hey, so I'm here with Saul, and uh, that's what's up, Saul, so you're here, so Saul, blah, blah. so yeah. the schmo used the schmo to get in, yeah. and everybody's like, fuck, this is so different, and it's fun. Coach, I'm sorry, the, the favorite clip of Dana White, when nobody knew who the schmo was, he went up there, and he was doing his thing like this. And Dana White goes, what the fuck was that? And that, that was a clip for a long time. And now he goes, it was the last all, one that he prepared for. He goes, regular hey, shit didn't work. He goes, hey, Dana. Yeah, exactly. The schmo exactly. here. Yeah. 
We're all waiting on the 265, 165 pound, and this whole crazy thing. And the only thing that Dana White could say was, what the fuck was that? That, Yeah, and it worked, man. It worked. worked. And that's my point. That's my point. He made a lot of noise, a lot of weird noise. He made his career. But it was his thing. It was his thing. Exactly. He was prepared. He knew what the fuck he was talking about, and it was authentic. Yeah. That's why I know Sal's going to win. Thank you. Because as now you might you might win the other way too, but you're leaving stuff out there. You're you're not doing enough for your talent. Right. You're not hustling enough for your talent. Like right. like you take me for example. Now I got some stuff in the works in the future. Is it going to be Barstow? I don't know. I was supposed to meet Dave. She wanted me to meet Dave. I haven't met Dave yet. That's coming. I know about a million people that have been around the guy. I hadn't had the right opportunity for that yet. Okay. That's going to come at some point, just like it did with Gary. Right. 11 right. people that sat on the Ask Gary V show, super famous people, and I didn't tap one of them to go, hey, man, hook me up with Gary. It worked out organically. This is all going to work out organically, bro. Right. It will, to uh, bringing it back, coach, what I asked you about barstools, because, you know, years ago, uh, I met Jorge Masvidal, right? And I told you this kind of in a text, and there's a picture yeah. where I look fat as shit, but that's, I digress. My point is, is I met him because he was here in Dallas fighting, I forget who, but he was fighting some fighter. I think he lost. I'm pretty sure he lost. Uh, he was fighting uh, Damian Maya, I believe, and he lost. Well, no big deal. But when I saw him, I ran up to him, and I'm like, I hand my camera to somebody, I'm like, this is the champ. I said, this is the champ, because I'm thinking in my head, middleweight champion, not right. knowing that to your point, like you don't know if it's going to work out with Barstool, like we'll see what happens, right? But Jorge Masvidal became the BMF champ, the bad motherfucker champ. He has that belt. And so I was like, oh shit, it's crazy because I was like, this is the champ. I just didn't know in my head what I was saying in the time, but I put the Barstool logo in that painting I because know I see you there and, and there's a lot of power in words and in thoughts, I feel. So I feel like for me, that was me speaking it into your life because I love that and I love what you do. No, brother. And not only that, though. So what if now, let's talk about this for a second. So I've had two people on my show. Mm-hmm. I've had a, a gentleman by the name of Paulino Hernandez. Okay. And another gentleman by the name of Jesus Guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Paulino Hernandez is the person that discovered Jorge Masvidal. He's his trainer, right? His strike right hand coach. guy. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. strike coach, whatever. And the other one is a strength guy, stuff mm-hmm. like that. If you all of a sudden get pumped, and go, you know what? I'm going to put this picture here and I'm going to do a new picture. I'm going to send it to Miami. Mm-hmm. You give it to me. Mm-hmm. I'll give it to them. So listen, my boy made this for Georgie because that's what they call him. Mm-hmm. Here's here's a thing. My boy made this for Georgie. If you don't mind, let him know that this is there from. If he wants it, great. If he doesn't, we'll ship it back or whatever. I'm down. But you know what I'm saying? But that's how this thing works, brother. I love it. I told him when I met him, I said, I'm going to be the biggest artist in the game. You should know me. He goes, what's your Instagram? But at the time, coach... I was like, I was a greenhorn. I had only been doing it for like a year and a half. My art was like. But was, that, but then you put you know, that in your little letter. You know how you put oh that yeah. in the back? And he told me, he was like, what's your Instagram? I was like, you should know me. And, like, you and, should know and, me. And because he felt the confidence. Right. So the reason why he doesn't know you is because you don't speak to the camera, bro. Right. Yeah. Bringing it all back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sir. Yeah, I got you, coach. I got you. <laughs> See what I'm saying, brother? I got you. I got you. I feel you. Yeah. And there's going to be a world that I'm going to live in, it has to be, where I can literally do this. Have people and just change people's lives 
like that. For the good, good people, the good. I'll never forget my boy, uh, one of my good friends, a guy named Chris Bodie. Chris Bodie's a number one jazz trumpet player in the world. Super famous. He didn't hit success till he was in his mid-40s, early 40s, right? All of a sudden, this dude's on Sunset Plaza in LA, trumpeting, trumpeting, blah, blah, blah. He hits it off with Sting. Oh, wow. He's in Sting's band, part of the group. Part of the group in Sting's band. Sting is playing for Oprah one day on the Oprah show. Bodie hits a solo. She falls in love with Bodie. Bodie shows, she has Bodie on by himself. Bodie's an international superstar. Mm. Mm. It's all it takes, just one. It's all it takes, brother. All it takes is just okay. one. That's why I tell my girl all the time. It's only going to take one. So, yep. Yeah. That's, a, that's a thing of life, dude. It just takes one. You just got to hit once, bro, which is different than sports, different than everything. You hit once and you're prepared. See, you weren't prepared to deal with him back then because you nope. were new. No, I was a super greenhorn. Like, I, and, he, and I could tell, you could tell, because the work shows. And I keep my all my all old artwork, Coach. If anybody were to scroll all the way down, I keep all that shit yeah. there because it reminds me of where I came from. It reminds me of how dog shit my art was and how much better I know I can be than what I am even now. And people that love my artwork now, stay tuned. You know what I mean? Exactly, oh. brother. Exactly, dude. My man, see what it is? Look, we've been talking here for an hour, 24 minutes. I know. It's crazy. I, I'm enjoying the conversation, Coach. You go when you got to, man. Like, I'm good. No, I'm man. good. I'm good. But I wanted you to know that that why can't you start the artist podcast? You could, dude. You could do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, That's something I, I don't know. I, I hate my voice. I hate my voice. You know what I mean? But you don't know your voice. Nah. You forget. You, why, are you, why are you judging people? That's why you don't talk, motherfucker, because you hate your voice. <laughs> nah, you see? Nah, it wasn't yeah, the record yeah, yeah. button. You yeah, finally, yeah. you're not happy with your voice. I don't like my voice. I, I, why? Because like what, what don't I, you like just, about it? I don't think anybody likes their own voice, like really. I mean, mm. unless you're so, like you told me, like you, once you start doing it more and more, you'll get more comfortable. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm paraphrasing what you said, but you know what I mean? So It's not the voice that matters. It's the message behind the voice. See, you're stuck on the outside. Yeah. Yeah. It's what's the words behind it, bro. Yeah. The hell you knew that a fucking Cuban guy from Miami was going to inspire you to do that back there. Yeah. You didn't know that, bro. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't know that. Right. Yeah. With my yeah. accent, with my ESO classes that I had to take, I learned Spanglish, English. When I speak, I tell people I can't speak English right. I can't speak Spanish right. It's all passion that comes out. Yeah. Don't judge yourself with your accent. You got a cool little raspy voice. <laughs> that's that's high. You that's got awesome. a cool. You. you got a cool little ha 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 laugh. That's a <laughs> yeah, right. I yeah, I do. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I know what you mean. Again, you're wasting. I don't have that. I can't go ha ha ha. And people are like, who is more? You have that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. Why aren't you using that? And that's the, the. And again, I'm more convinced than ever. That's what's separating the winners from people who are not noticed. It's just right. some right. small, minute thing. I'd walk around and be like. Look at this guy, man. This guy looks like a Hollywood actor. Why isn't he acting in Hollywood? Why is he? Because he just didn't go for it. Yeah. 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 Embracing your attributes, I guess. Yeah. You got, dude, yeah. the hardest thing for me in the world was to lose my hair. This is the last thing I'm going to leave you with, my hair story. So. Okay. So I started to lose my hair at the age of 19, right? Steroids, use in high school, gone bad. The stress of my dad, all into one. Mm. I started to lose my hair. 
And I had shaved my hair short, whatever. It wasn't a big deal. But I started becoming obsessed that I needed to be an actor. So in 2006, when I was acting, everybody had a full set of hair. So everybody was Brad Pitt, George Clooney, whatever. And me, because I had no identity, I go, no, I got to have a full set of hair. So I had the, I had a widow's peak. And then I had the receding hairline that would go like this, right? Like a V. Yeah. Like this, right? Like the Jack Nicholson, yeah? Yeah, exactly. And then I had this thinning horribly. And I go, oh, my God, if I'm going to act, I got to have hair. Because right. that's what's going on. So I do the hair surgery. Mm. Okay? Here's the thing with the hair surgery. What year is that, Coach? Just curious. This is, I was 26 years old. So two, early 2000s or? Mid 2000s, like mid 2000s, okay, okay. 2007, okay. well, no, 2005, 2004, 2005, around there. Okay. And I do the hair surgery. No research on the hair surgery. I go, oh, I do it once, I'm gonna have a full set of hair. The life is gonna be great. I didn't know you have to take Propecia, you gotta take Proscar, you gotta, and those are things that lower your testosterone. Oh, really? And as, of course, because that's you go bald because you have too much testosterone. Oh, shit. What do men want in their life? Testosterone. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now you're blocking. That's why they, it lowers your sex drive, your libido. Wow. That's why it fucks with your dick. So wow. what happens is every guy wants to look good, be good for girls. Clearly. Clearly, yeah. right? Right. I'm here doing this, but then when I get the girl, I'm not going to be able to be myself because I have to lower myself to have a full set. How stupid is that? Now. Yeah. Yeah. Let me tie all this in for you, brother. Who is the number one actor in the world today? Who makes the most money acting? Leonardo DiCaprio, off the top of my head. No? <laughs> coach? Coach, you there? I think you froze up, Coach. You there now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm there. Who makes... Who's the number one box office actor? Not Leonardo DiCaprio. Who's the number one actor in the world? Right now? Yes, because he embraced Latin social Art. media. Oh, 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 uh, wait. Oh, fuck. Uh, I don't, I give up. Tell me. He's the strongest. I'm surprised. Oh, you the rock. Go. Oh, the rock. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, action hero. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, number one, everything. He's in the action hero thing, but right, right. he makes the most money. He's whatever. He's the most popular guy. He has the most yeah, followers the on social well, yeah, media. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? For 200 sure, plus million. Sure. What type of hair is the rock and, rocking? And awesome personality. Right? Way. What type yeah. of hair is the rock rocking? He's bald. He's bald. He's fucking yeah. bald, bro. Yeah. Me and The Rock had the same acting coach. Really? When we were in Miami, when, when I was in Los Angeles, a guy by the name of Aaron Spicer, beast okay. actor, became famous with Will Smith. Okay. Became famous with Will Smith. And when he did The Rock, he goes to me, because I was jacked at the time. He goes, listen, with Dwayne, he was transitioning from WWF to WWE to coming into this world. I told him, He's 6'5". He has to lose pound, lose weight because the camera, you're going to look big, whatever, whatever. The Rock said, fuck that shit. I'm going to be huge. I'm going to be a man. I'm going to do what fits me. I'm going to be this guy. And look how I work for him. So that's, that's the mistake I made my whole acting career, my whole Los Angeles career. Yeah, I didn't do it in Vegas. And I'm not doing it now at Coach HP. And it's the reason why I'm winning. Mm -hmm. I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks. This is the voice I got. This is what God made me. This is what I got. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Steer into it. Absolutely. Steer into it. That's what you got to do with your 
raspy accent, whatever. Don't apologize for it. Don't explain. Oh, I got this. I got that. Fuck that shit. Yeah. You yeah. are who you are. Yep. People are going to love you for that. The more you apologize for who you are, people are going to... Yeah. Eh. No. And you know what? That's another thing I need to learn. My father always said, I'm sorry. And I had to stop saying I'm sorry for being who I am. Don't be sorry. Like, no, this is who I am. You know what I mean? So and I'm going to... So. Exactly. And this story, and the reason why this podcast is important is this story that I just had, I'm going to share it one day on whatever the Joe Rogan show looks like. If it's him or somebody else, I'm going to say it. And this is kind of comfort, whatever, because I've said it so many times. Yeah. But it's honest every single time. Yeah. That's why I want you to start talking. Yeah. And don't, don't even look at yourself. Talk. Just talk and put it out and don't judge yourself. Yeah. Because that's when you start judging yourself. Then you're like, oh, my God. Oh, this is so stupid. Just yeah. attack, brother. Yeah. You got it? I Where can people find you? Uh, on social media, on Instagram right now, at Sal's Famous Official. Uh, I have a website, salesfamousart.com. But most likely, Sal's Famous Official for all the updates, stories, all that good stuff. So, And you promised to start a YouTube when, Sal? Yes. Uh, when are you starting a YouTube sure, channel? For sure, no. for sure, coach. In two weeks, for sure. In two weeks, for sure. I will listen. I'm gonna burn this painting if you two weeks. If I don't see, <laughs> listen, bro. You're gonna call you a fraud. <laughs> if you do not have a YouTube videos out two by, weeks. I promise you, coach. But listen to me. No, no, listen. I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna take it. We're on Wednesday. If by Friday you don't have a video out, you don't want it. Oh, I'm going to have a video up before then. Yeah, Got it? Of you just talking yeah. and just be like, hey, whatever. And then what's going to happen? You get in that rhythm for now. Yeah. A little rhythm. And then when, when the Beast guy comes with the beautiful edit of the thing, then you that's another piece. Absolutely. I can do yeah. that, brother. Yeah. You got it, dude? Hey, thank you so much for putting the painting up. It looks beautiful. It works. It, it worked works, out. Huh? I'm glad. Um, shout out to my girl, Allison McCarthy, because without her, there's no South Famous. And then I just want to say, uh, uh, rest in peace to my great uncle who passed away, Trini Lopez, famous back in the 60s. He had a great saying, and I just want to leave you with this. It's nice to be important, but it's more important to be nice. Thank you, coach. You're the best. You're the man, dude. All right, brother. We'll talk. Keep up All the right, good brother. work. Cheers. Hey, you give me a favor. I want to talk to you uh, just for like two minutes. Once yeah. Hold on. Hold on. All right, Don't go anywhere. Don't go Thank anywhere. you. Thank you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 